I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Hello, magical friends. I'm Allie Michelle. And I'm Raquel Mantra, and welcome to Your Own Magic Podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today. I think bringing other people up is the most powerful thing you can do as a creator. I mean, you look at Oprah who brought Dr. Phil up and, and, and Dr. Oz up and all these other people up. She's all about bringing people up. I really, really live by that. If someone in my industry is crushing it, to me, that's just opening more doors and more space for me and for everyone else. We, we both started very niche and with singular platforms like Lauren started with her blog. I started with a single business and you know, we've been doing this now for close to 10 years. So but I think for anybody that's starting out, if you're trying to do everything, you end up doing nothing. Oh, Similar to yes. what Lauren was saying about, you know, if you're trying to speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. Now let the magic begin. Hello, soul tribe. So business. Business is a spiritual pursuit and your business will just not grow unless you grow as a person. Yep. I'm so wise. Brilliant words by me, Raquel Mantra. Nope, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm really kidding. Tony Robbins, definitely the person to thank for that. I love that. Your business will not grow unless you grow as a person. And that is everything this episode is about and more. 
and all the tips and tricks you can do in the meantime. I am just so thrilled for you to hear this next guest. (laughs) Okay, okay, I need to calm down. My cells are very activated by green tea right now, so I might sound a bit hyper-enthusiastic, and I am. This is a more lighthearted episode, which is a nice breath of fresh air as we dive into creation and building your own brand and business or community and yes and hello by the way if you are new allow me to introduce myself my name is Raquel aka Raquel Mantra and I created this podcast with one of my favorite beings on this planet who happens to be a hybrid unicorn mermaid type of human named Allie and we designed this with the intention to connect people with the world's most inspiring artists, leaders, and other creative visionaries who are living their truth to unleash their own magic, to help you unleash your own magic. And it's it's expanded beyond our creation in the hands and hearts of the community, the soul tribe, who happen to be my soul family from across the globe. And you're more than welcome to join the fam. We do have a Facebook group, Your Own Magic, and we've all been helping everyone and their dog to help them see, feel, and tap into their own innate geniuses to create our own magic. And we all are so unique and I love it. That's what makes this such a harmonious community. And that is why this next guest is perfect because they are pro, pro, pro community nourishing that group, that audience, the listeners, or your tribe, so we can help each other in whatever our dreams and desires are. And I notice a lot of people creating YouTube channels, creating blogs in the group. So I reached out to Lauren and Michael of the Skinny Confidential because they are geniuses in this field and to pick their entrepreneurial brains for you as I know so many of you probably hundreds if not thousands of you are like I said interested in building your brands and whatever you feel called to do in this season of your life maybe you happen to be starting a business a blog a YouTube channel or creative directing writing a book capturing your lens of the world through photography or video building your resume for impressing your dream employer or running your own yoga studio or selling jewelry or art. Maybe you happen to be climbing the corporate ladder or perhaps you want to become a revolutionary doctor or lawyer or stay-at-home parent. Whatever it is you feel you were put on this earth to do, the Soul Tribe is here to support you in a very non-judgmental, loving environment as you explore the creation and process of your own magic. So, and if you've already built something, the Soul Tribe is here to support you always. So I implore you to share what it is you feel called to do at this season of your life or what you are doing. And no shame, maybe share it in the Soul Tribe Facebook group. And then when you do, you've already gained either audience or viewers or customers or support. Why not? Win, 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 win. I love, 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 love how many amazing soul tribers have created extensions of your own magic groups, like Jaden, who created Magical Yomi Manifestors, and 
Alice, who is curating Yomi blogs for her personal growth magazine, Swirl. There are so many creations going on. It blows my mind and it's amazing. And I feel so, so, so beyond appreciative to hold this space. I see it all and I love it all. Well, I think I see it all. And I believe we should harmonize with it all to help each other out in the Your Own Magic Facebook group, like our own magical mastermind. <laughs> and that way we lift the tribe up and encourage each other's every milestone and even every small stone on the journey. So this week, if you're feeling called to, consider sharing your dreams in the Facebook group. And of course, if I see it, I'll support it. And never doubt your voice. Some are going to resonate with you and others may not. But no matter what, you are going to be heard by somebody and connect with at least one person, most likely more. I will, by the way, delete any hurtful comment if that is flagged, because that's never warranted. Uh, We haven't really had a problem with it yet, which is awesome, so you should feel free and safe in this space. Critical is different than just plain mean, so I want you to feel free to share whatever. I am also a firm believer that we begin to magnetize more greatness in our own lives when we take care of ourselves by putting on the oxygen mask first on us and then make sure that we are there to put the masks on others and seeing them for who they really are, who they truly are, embracing the similarities and differences between us and within us so so they too feel inspired to live their own magic and that's what I think is so contagious about this tribe. So, whoa, whoa, there's my rant. I don't know how this happened. Anyways, we can't do this alone. So share your dreams with the Soul Tribe and also let's all meet up and keep your eyes peeled for a November retreat. I also encourage you to tap into your own magic and spend only five to 30 minutes of time in your day with your breath and imagination allowing that to run wild so your own magic is not only a podcast and a facebook group but we also have a specialized service which initially was guided meditations that organically evolved into these meditative imaginings they were inspired in momentum with the experiences people were sharing after they were listening to the meditations so When I said, whoa, these are meditative imaginings, I got major chills. And now, along with podcasting and poetry, creating these meditative imaginings for you is really nourishing my soul. So whether you're tapping and being gifted your own visions of new ideas and inspirations for you to create, or maybe you're even being reminded of an old shadow that just needs to go, needs to be released... These new meditative imaginings are here to help you along your path. So there are new meditative imaginings on the Your Own Magic website for only $4.44 a month and for a limited time only. You can actually purchase a year's worth of them for over 20% off, which comes to $34.44. I also must give a shout out to the Yomi Review of the Week by Ascend with Megan. Ali and Raquel are beautiful beings of light that seek to understand the greater workings of the universe and listening to them discover 
what ways of thinking helps me expand my own consciousness. So much love for these two. My mind always feels enlightened after this podcast. Ah, We love you. I know Allie will love these two. I'm speaking on behalf of her too. But thank you, Megan. And please rate and review and maybe you'll also be, maybe you'll be the Yomi review the week next week. That would be amazing. So, for those of you that are super hyped up on creating, collaborating, and living a magical life by your own design, this episode is for you. This will be especially helpful for those of you interested in blogging or starting a business. And I am beyond happy to introduce you to today's guests, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick of the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. If you're not familiar with this powerhouse, business-minded, married duo, or the Skinny Confidential. Well, one, by the way, the Skinny Confidential, no. No, the meaning behind the name does not promote a skinny body. No, no, no. It's just like getting the skinny or get the scoop. That's what she means. So on, and she goes into this, I ask her about this. So it's like getting the skinny on wellness and lifestyle gems. And it's just Lauren's cheeky way of sharing tips and tricks on how we can be unapologetically the best version of ourselves in beauty and healthy eating and fitness and, of course, business. So The Skinny Confidential began as a blog and has evolved into a book and fitness and nutrition ebook and a YouTube channel and an app and, of course, my favorite glimpse of it, a podcast. And she met her husband, Michael Bostick, in middle school and who knew that a few decades later they'd be married and inspiring hundreds of thousands of people daily and michael he amazes me as he wears so many hats he is a serial entrepreneur investor and business operator who has developed a variety of different kinds of businesses from beds for jets and even created a podcast media company dear media after the success of their podcast so if you are looking to create your blog, start a business, or just get beauty and wellness tips, listen to their podcast. They have hilarious banter. And also, if you are interested in some internal healing for that shell, well, try our sponsor, Hum. This is Justin for the Yomi's Tribe. Hum has a three-minute free quiz you can just take online to help you create your personally designed vitamin and supplement profile. Yep, designed just for you. And then you receive a free personal registered dietitian who will review your own data and send you your own personal nutrient recommendation so you can customize your Hum order. That is so amazing. And I went to them actually when I was dealing with a belly issue that I brought back from Bali. And so I took Hum's Gut Instinct and Flatter Me tablets to flatten my belly a year ago because I definitely had the infamous Bali belly bloat and it really did help. And now I have friends that are healing Hum with their skin and whatever else they're going through in their bodies. And Hum has potent, GMO-free, sustainably sourced products, and many of them are vegan. So try Hum out as they gift the Soul Tribe 20% off their purchase at humnutrition.com using our promo code MAGIC. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. 
please welcome Lauren and Michael of The Skinny Confidential. I must say I'm a walking testimony to someone listening to you and then building a community in my own niche with my partner in crime, Ali, who I wish was here. But thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate the support. There is so much more I want to say, but knowing the time limit, I'm just going to dive right in. And so first, ladies, let's do a Lauren. Take us back to those college days. How did this blogging journey begin for you? Yeah, so I was attending San Diego State University, and I always say the same thing because I think it's important to say that I was really, really bored, really unfulfilled, bartending, uh, no money, living at my godparents and working three jobs as a pure bar Pilates instructor and uh, going to school full time. And so I was trying to sort of find something that I loved and I couldn't find anything. And I started to realize that um, I wanted to work for myself. And, um, and, and that was that entrepreneurial side in me. So I joined a sorority for five minutes because that's what everyone was doing on campus and hated that and realized that I had to pay $800 um, to, to make friends. And I was like, how can I do this online? And how can I connect women everywhere and create a community and do it for free? And yes. blogging was not cool like it is now. It was actually probably I would say it was uncool. So um, <laughs> I just kind of put my blinders on and started really creating a strategic future by design, which is laying out how you're going to execute something and and how you're going to build something. And how I did that was I took a poster board from Rite Aid and built out the blog on the poster board with textiles and fabrics and fonts and colors and just really got the vibe for the, for the for the site on the on the poster board and i call that an execution board which is different than a vision board so it wasn't a vision board it was more an execution oh, board that's so brilliant i love that thank you very much i took it to a web designer and paid him $500 paid him $50 a month to um, basically design it while I was bartending and didn't make one dime for three years, went into it without, w- with the intention of just really providing value and quality content uh, to an audience. I wrote out the reader that I was talking to, you know, what she listens to on the way to work, her nail polish color, um, what her favorite television shows are, and just really talked to this reader. Um, I call her Caitlin still to this day. And I think that I think it's really important to know that. And Michael always says this when you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And I really went into it with a very specific person in mind of who I was talking to. You know, I'm not for everyone. Not everyone's going to like me. And I really I really went into the skinny confidential um, with that with that intention. In which you totally live by. And by the way, that reminds me, I got that from you, that idea from you guys. And mine is Kate. And now I know why. I love (laughs) Kate. You've had that for a while. Yes. Hi, Kate. (laughs) Hey, Kate. You listening to this right now? What up, Kate? What up, Kate? Um, And Kate might be wondering, by the way, if she doesn't know what the Skinny Confidential is. And so if you can explain the Skinny Confidential and the meaning behind your brand name to clear that up. Yeah. So the Skinny Confidential is a cheeky resource for women that has a lot to do with the beauty and wellness and, and bossy tips. And it's it's kind of like 
it's a, it's a place where everyone is sharing their tips and tricks rather than hiding them. Um, I have all different kinds of people on models, celebrities, um, the everyday girl from my tips and tricks, it's just kind of a one-stop resource. And the skinny confidential actually means get the skinny. It's nothing to do with a skinny body. Um, yes. I, I put a bunch of words together on how I could create this this community that that was a place where everyone, would, like I said, would share instead of hide. And so it's all about getting the skinny. Oh, it's so raw. And I love how you really embrace and encourage us to be unapologetically ourselves in the Skinny Confidential with everything you say and do. And now, Michael, your turn in the hot seat because your story too will bring great value to the Soul Tribe, which is what we call the listeners, and especially those interested in business. And it's just amazing that you stick to Lauren's side and helping her leverage her businesses too. But let's shine the spotlight on you for a minute and hear your story. So my story is a little bit different than Lauren's. I'm traditionally a businessman, entrepreneur, um, come from the direct-to-consumer marketing and branding space, building brands online, helping other brands sell online. Um, Most recently, the CEO of a podcast network called Dear Media, which is a a female-focused podcast network, uh, marrying the podcast space to the digital space. So I have a a little bit of a different story, um, and I come from a little bit of a different background because I'm I don't come from the creative world. Um, but being with Lauren for so long now, uh, I've somehow found myself with a platform and speaking to people that do come from that creative and business space. Oh, I'm so thankful that you have that voice, and your knowledge that you share has really helped me in so many ways. And I'm also just scratching my head because you both of you have your foot in so many doors, like from from your blog and book and your YouTube and podcast and running many businesses and now creating a podcast production company. So many things. And also you keep up this beautiful Instagram aesthetic too, which is so challenging. And how do you deviate and delegate your attention to make everything you do successful? And what would you advise someone to do who feels overwhelmed with all of their different platforms? I think Lauren will have a similar answer to me, but I think at you know now looking at it from a macro, it looks like there's so much going on, but that's definitely not how either of us started. We we both started very niche and with singular platforms. Like Lauren started with her blog, I started with a single business, and you know the, we've been doing this now for close to ten years, so a lot of things have caught up and there's a lot of different platforms that we share on and create on and and there's different businesses we're involved in. But I think for anybody that's starting out, if you're trying to do everything, you end up doing nothing. Similar to what Lauren was saying about, you know, if you're trying to speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. I think it's really important when you're starting out to pick maybe one to two platforms or one business or um, one creative outlet and really, really hone in on that and really develop your craft or your brand or your, or your business in that one thing. And then over time, other opportunities are going to present themselves. Like, you know, it made a lot of sense to, you know, form this podcast network because Lauren and I have been in the space for so long and we've learned so much that I was like, okay, what's the next rendition of this? And it's, you know, lifting other women up and other creators up and helping them create some of the things that we've created. And so it, while it seems like there's a lot going on and there is, it definitely didn't start with, you know, the shotgun blast method where you're grabbing at everything. We really started with one or two things and then slowly over time have built out from there. And that is key. I know you subscribe to the book, The One Thing, correct? Yes. The one thing that's very, very, very important. I think that niching down is so, so essential when you're just starting out. So what I did is I didn't even introduce Michael 
to my audience until two years in. It was a very slow sort of unfolded process. Um, I think of it as an upside down triangle, like the tip of the triangle is your niche and then you can slowly grow outward. I see a lot of people launching with a lifestyle brand or a lifestyle blog. If I could give any advice to anyone that's listening, I would find your niche and what makes you unique and really ride that for at least two years. Um, and now when I do a business deal, I, I always think of it as a triangle as well, but in a different way, I think of like the three tips of the triangle and each one has to make sense. So it has to flow. So, um, if I'm, if I'm doing, you know, blog do, it has to make sense with what I'm doing on the blog, which has to make sense with something that's up and coming. Like everything has to make sense to the story or, um, I I don't want to just throw shit at the wall and, and, and do shit just to do shit. Oh, Lauren, thank you for that. I see so many people trying to dive into so many things and they just end up half-assing everything and not being able to focus on their one thing. That's why I'm really focused on just podcasting right now. And then, ooh, I am writing a book, but really my podcast is my baby right now. And it really does mean so much. Just focus on that one thing. I mean, a lot of influencers right now, they get a lot of attention and they think, oh, look, I have all this attention. So I'll do a clothing line and I'll do a makeup line and I'll do a jewelry <laughs> line and I'll do a, a video channel and a swimsuit line and a podcast. And it's like, at that point, nobody, you want to be identified with a certain thing, right? And if you're, at some point people tune out, they're like, okay, it's just another thing that they're that they're tagging onto their brand. And it gets really confusing for the yeah. consumer. Yes, exactly. And then it's just so overwhelming for the influencer. I see that in so many cases. So this is major, guys. Focus on whatever that one thing is that's fueling you, that's driving you, that is calling you. And speaking of that, for both of you, you really seem to always get these nudges. And I like to call them whispers and thoughts that are delivered with because I'm a little woo-woo, so I believe the universe is guiding you towards greater things. And so from the blog and the podcast and the YouTube and all the businesses and, again, the production company, yada, yada, you listen to those nudges and then you execute. But not everyone. Not everyone has your confidence in pursuing those dreams when they come. Have you ever doubted yourselves in the pursuit of these nudges and what drove you to follow through? I think that for me, the one thing that that I really have with my audience is intuition. So when you say the nudges, for me, the nudges are all coming from the readers and the community. I'm really always listening to and listening and watching and observing what they like and and the direction that they want to take this and 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 then applying myself. I think that I'm not just doing what I want to do. I'm doing it. I'm doing what they what 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 they want to guide the skinny confidential as. I'm really watching in the secret Facebook group and, and seeing what everyone is interested in and and w- kind of letting them guide me to the next steps. And so let's use the podcast as an example. Michael and I were noticing that we were getting so many questions through DMs and we couldn't answer them all. And one of my things is I want to be able to answer them all. It's so important to me to never forget why I have a platform. And um, so how to do that efficiently would obviously be to start a podcast and to be able to answer all their questions in one spot and have them engage and eventually do live tours where we can actually meet them and hear about them. Um, For me, the community comes first and, and the nudges that you talk about come from them. 
Yes. Oh my gosh, that is brilliant. And you're right. That's why my most active platform besides podcasts is I'm always on Facebook in the secret group because that really is where you get to know what your audience, the whole reason why you're here, you get to know what they really want. They do they do have the steering wheel. They are the drivers. It's so true. And speaking of one of your listeners, I have been listening to you since the beginnings because you both have the most magnetic and hysterical energy and banter. And I want more of the two of you to do some podcasts of the two of you because you have curated so many pieces of gold from other thought leaders and visionaries that you either read or interview. And then you actually, you do the work and you implement their wisdom and it's so fun to hear. So that is just a little note from me. You know, what's funny is that, um, this is like, there's, this is a common request. I think the show started out definitely with just Lauren and I, and we were really careful, um, you know, to develop the first 25, 30 episodes with, you know, us and in, in our audience. And over time, there's been a lot of different characters and a lot of different interviews that we've introduced yeah. to the audience, but we're just, and I guess it's a good place to announce it now. We're getting ready to up our show from, you know, four a month to six a month. And at least I think two to three of those every month will be without guests I'm and solo. some yeah. solo. <laughs> Um, because at this, you know, while we love interviewing a lot of these amazing, um, leaders and, and high performers, it's, I think it's important to also stay connected to our audience and to not make it such an interview show. So you guys can expect, uh, and you can expect a lot more of that with solo episodes and, um, you know, duo episodes with us. And also, this is the perfect question to fall in line with what you were just saying. We, we heard that we heard the community say, wait, we want you guys to do solo episodes. We want you guys to talk to each other. And that's us now deciding that we're going to up our content because of the community. Um, And this all has to do with intuition and really understanding who you're talking to. Yes. Oh, I am so, this is the best news. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to hear all of those episodes with you too. And the solo ones too. Yeah. I loved your master list, Lauren. That was brilliant Yay. because I'm really beauty challenged, but you've helped me out a lot. Um, what makes me so happy. The next episode that you can expect solo by myself is um, all the self-care things that I do throughout the day or that I do throughout the month. So it's going to be very kind of master list inspired, but we're going to get really niche and specific. And then Michael is going to be doing a episode on how to build and start a podcast, which he is so smart at. So um, that'll be a good one. Both of those are going to be in high demand. I can't wait. Wait, can you give us some just just maybe one of your skincare routine tips? Skincare routine. There's so many. I'm so obsessed with skin. <laughs> Probably definitely I'll give you three really quick. Facial okay. massage always before I put on makeup, you lose five pounds from your face and it's yes. going to contour and tighten your face, which we all want. Uh, I think it's the most underrated thing that's happening in skincare right now. For you to be able to use your hands and oil and just massage the shit out of your face is, is, is amazing. And I learned that through jaw surgery. Another one is to get cold. So when you get cold, it tightens the skin and it's going to, it's pimples and, and inflammation and anything are going to go down. So I'm always trying to get cold, whether that's cryotherapy or a cold shower or an ice roller, or even like Kate Moss does and Sonia Morgan from Housewives, they stick their face in a bowl of ice. What? Another one is if you're traveling, um, take a spoon, take a bag of green tea, make sure the green tea bag is hot and wrap the green tea around the spoon and put it on your eyes. That's one I haven't talked about yet on the Skinny Confidential, and I'm excited to share that one. And also, if you want to even go further with it, make green tea, put it in ice cube holders, 
and use the green tea ice cubes on your face to get cold. I actually really need this advice right now because I've been waking up with a puffy face. Do ice packs work? Ice packs are great. You just don't want them like sticking to your skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would rather like, I would rather you take a big bowl of water, put a ton of ice in it and stick your face in it for as long as you can possibly handle it. Amazing. (laughs) As long as I can handle it, like two seconds. Um, Hopefully Michael's writing down these tips that I keep repeating (laughs) because he could use a little ice today. (laughs) Short interruption, guys. Okay, so I am at thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic and I am selecting food all right and now I want vegan oops see all food okay and I want to customize my diet to vegan and gluten-free options all right so if you happen to be in the states I highly recommend that you take advantage of this offer unfortunately though I can go on the site I can't actually take advantage of the offer right now because I'm in London but Thrive is gifting the Soul Tribe $60 worth of free groceries. Yes, Thrive Market has an abundant selection of organic groceries that are up to 50% less than what you can get at the market that is just down the street from you, and they'll deliver it straight to your doorstep. What a deal. So if you sign up at thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic, you'll not only receive $60 worth of free organic groceries or home goods or beauty goods or pet supplies of your choice, but also free shipping and a free 30-day trial and they cater to your diet. You might be paleo, you might be vegan, you might be raw, I don't know. But they have so many options. So just go to thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic and order your free $60 worth of groceries. No catch. Plus you'll get that free shipping and 30 day trial. And I know Allie loves their essential oils and I love their food. So again, thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic. <laughs> oh, so great. Um, and then Michael podcast. Do you have any just maybe like one or two or three tips you want to share? Even though I mean, I think, like a, I think a lot of the stuff you've already done, but it's definitely like the episode's going to focus in on people that want to start a podcast and aren't sure where to start. And then it'll dive into like after you've gotten the like the best initial setup, like how you structure a show and how you capture an audience. And then beyond that, how you market a show and start getting prominent guests and all that. So it's going to be really, really detailed. I think, you know, when I was starting this podcast with Lauren, I looked online and there's a lot of very surface um, resources to like, you know, to give you the basics, but there's nothing that really goes deep into how you create a really successful in-depth podcast. And I think, you know, that's because a lot of these people that have done it have not yet created that content. So I think what better place than our podcast to show that information and to share it. Thank you for doing that too. And you guys, like I said, do so much. What is your deeper intention behind everything you do, you both do in the desire to build an empire? Yeah, I think that with me, my intention is, I I think there's two type of influencers right now. I think there's one that is, and, and one direction is not better than the other. Let me just preface it. There's the celebrity influencer who, you know, is a celebrity and, you know, Sometimes maybe it feels like like there's there's sort of this like mystery and facade and then there's another type of influencer that's more about community and access. And for me, I just want to continue to give access to my community, hear about them and 
really cultivate meetups and live podcasts and really actually get out there and be social off social media. So I would say my intention is, um, you know, to continue to build that community. It's, it's very inclusive, you know, it's not exclusive. And that's probably my intention is to keep it very, very inclusive. That's amazing. I love that. And then Michael, your deeper intention behind everything you have your pocket in so, or you have your hand in so many pockets. I mean, I always joke around with people. I say like, you know, have you ever seen that The Dark Knight, the the movie, the Batman movie? Uh-huh. And the Joker says, "Like a dog chasing a car, I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it." It's like that's I kind of I kind of look at my life like that. Like I I'm constantly I enjoy the chase and I enjoy the um the pursuit of whatever of whatever goal or achievement that I'm looking for. And your intentions to make me happy. Yeah, my, my <laughs> But most of the time, like. I get to that to that goal and I'm on and I'm on to the next, not because I'm not satisfied, but because I think I just am somebody that enjoys the pursuit and the chase more than the destination. But for me, you know, we we were talking to Lewis Howes the other day and he asked me this similar question. And I think after a certain point, once you've reached a certain financial stability and you have certain relationship stability, it's like at that point, all that stuff is while it's fulfilling, it doesn't continue to make you happy. And I think at this point in my career, it's like, what can I now give back? Like, what value can I add to others? Who can I help? Who can I bring up? And that's a lot of the reason behind Dear Media is like we've, you know, we've done well with our show and we've done well with the brand. Like, how can we help others now achieve that same success? Because I'm a firm believer that there's a, there's a ton of room for everyone in the creative space, and that collaborating over competing is is what gets you to the next level. And so, I think for me to put in a word now, it's contribution and it's probably, you know, that differs a lot from my younger years when I was, you know, maybe pursuing more material wealth or more material things. And I think at, 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 a, at this point now, like I'm looking for who can I help? How can I help? Like what can I contribute to, um, to others? Oh, yes. That is actually one reason why I am really drawn to you two and your podcast because you're truly, you truly encourage and embody living a life of practicing non-judgment towards others and you practice gratitude and being better than you were yesterday and you lift up your community, but you also lift up your quote unquote competitors in a sense, uniting people instead of fighting with and competing with everybody in your space. And on the surface, because I'm not going to lie, you both are just not hard to look at. Very good looking people living. Keep the ego at bay for Michael. (laughs) I'm buttering you up here. I'm buttering that. But seriously, you seem to live a very glamorous life. And of course, people don't really know what goes on. And people may judge a book by its cover um, and assume that you are guided by your ego. But I just I have to beg to differ after spending hours, hundreds of hours, actually, with you both though you never knew, um, you are truly, truly tapped into your guys's truth and have impeccable self-awareness, which is huge. And you unapologetically share who you are and encourage others to do the same. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast and why you two are perfect guests. So how on earth are you both staying grounded and growing by lifting each other and others up versus tearing everyone down? which can be common in your field. And how do you stay the most honest, real versions of yourself in an industry that's just not easy to do? Yeah. I mean, I think Michael and Digital Brand Architects created Dear Media because they want to bring other people up. 
I think bringing other people up is the most powerful thing you can do as a creator. I mean, you look at Oprah who brought Dr. Phil up and, and, and Dr. Oz up and all these other people up. She's all about bringing people up. There was um, this episode on Tim Ferriss with Terry Crews, and he said that he used to drive by billboards and see actors and actresses and get really jealous and feel like, you know, he should have gotten that role that someone got or, or why didn't he get that? And one day he had this epiphany and he realized that the people around around him that were similar to him, the higher they rose, the more he could rise, the more potential and space that there was for him to rise up. And that's so true. It's like you keep setting this higher standard for your industry and it's going to make everyone else bring their standards up. Um, I really, really live by that. If someone in my industry is crushing it, to me, that's just opening more doors and more space for me and for everyone else. Um, I think what's cool now is not being someone else. It's not... It's not um, and I noticed this too with plastic surgery trends. People aren't going and asking to look like someone else anymore. They're going to look like the best version of themselves. And I think that plays into yes. being as well. Like People don't want to be someone else. They want to be the best version of themselves. And they want to do it unapologetically apologetically and live life on their own terms. And I think that that if we can um, sort of be role models for anyone out there, then that's kind of what we want to do is just show people that you can live life on your own terms um, and you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Mm, this is why I love you guys. And to piggyback off that, self-awareness really is key in this space. And so, but a lot of people might be chasing, like they want to do exactly what you're doing, Lauren, or what you're doing, Michael. And, um, but self-awareness can be so key. And some people might feel obligated to chase the entrepreneur or the influencer, but deep down they, it, it's more like a personal pressure to have their worthiness be predicated on starting that successful business or having a certain status on social media with a certain following. And, um, but no one should feel obligated to do that. So what is your advice to people that are battling this need to be an entrepreneur or influencer to validate their worth? I mean, self-awareness is a, is a real, real thing, right? Um, and I can kind of answer this in a two, in two point way, like, to touch on your previous question, for me, it's really easy to not get caught up in the comparison game because I'm naturally more of a behind the scenes person. Um, may not look like that now, but I think when you're, you know, when you're comparing yourself to people constantly, you're hindering yourself from from growing personally. And I and you you know you can go and mimic what someone else is doing or copy what someone else is doing, but you can only do that for so long until that that strategy falls through. So the reason I say it's easy for me is I just recognize that. I can only be myself and the ver the most authentic version of myself is what's going to bring me personally the most success. If I try to mimic, you know, some of these guys that I admire or, or do what they're doing, that's just it's not a long-term strategy. I wouldn't be able to keep that up and neither can any other, you know, influencer or creator or or businessman or woman. Um, it's just it's just impossible in the long run. Uh, you can admire what people do and you can, you know, aspire to reach the same levels of success. But if you're constantly comparing yourself and mimicking and copying what they're doing, it's just, it's just not a long-term strategy. It's like that. It's that simple. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to Jules Solomon of the influencer podcast and she said that she does something and, and I do this. I didn't know that I was doing it and I didn't know there was a term for it, but she does something called creating before she consumes. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up in the morning, it's way more important for me to create before I consume. And what that means is I need to do my blog posts, create podcast episodes, 
create Instagram, create, uh, create Instagram stories, Snapchat, whatever that is, get creative, build my business, work on my business, not in it. And then I can consume later in the day. I think people get stuck waking up and just consuming everyone else's content. And what that does is it takes your energy away from what you're creating. Oh, that's huge because you're right. You wake up and then if you are scrolling through Instagram and liking everyone's pictures, you're just reacting and you totally tapped out of this creative flow that you could have focused on. I am on this like tirade right now to put it out there that the worst thing you can possibly do is wake up and look at your phone. Like uh, yeah. I am, I've not done it once for the last two weeks. If you've noticed, Michael, I think it's, it's, it's so draining to wake up with that. I try to wake up and meditate this morning. I did 15 minutes and then I immediately you know, hydrated with water, lemon, a little bit of salt, and I moved. I got out and took a walk, no, not consuming any content, not looking at my emails. I got coffee and then I walked straight to Pilates. Yes. Oh, I love this. Okay. So we just got your morning routine. I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on one other thing because I, we kind of glazed over it. But um, when it comes to wanting to be an entrepreneur and pursuing, pursuing an entrepreneurial career, yeah. I, th- I think self-awareness is really, really important there. And this is something that I, I'm really passionate about talking about. I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Um, and I definitely don't think everybody's cut out for the entrepreneurial life. And I don't mean that to shoot anybody down, but there's nothing wrong like you know, with the businesses we have. I work with a ton of great people um, that work in those businesses. And while they're not ne- necessarily entrepreneurs, they add a ton of value to the businesses that we're a part of and they're, the, the, the businesses could not function without them. So I think you know, an entrepreneur is somebody where there's it's the final line of defense right like there's no there's no number there's no other buddy to um you know to complain to if something goes wrong you're the you're the first line of you know when shit happens you're you're the one that has to put out all the fires there's nobody to blame but yourself and i think it's a it takes a certain type of personality and stomach to deal with that stuff and there's nothing wrong if somebody's like hey you know what i could be a number 2 or i could be you know i could work in an organization i'll tell you this the the number 2 at facebook and google made a hell of a lot more money than 99% of the entrepreneurs out there and i just want everyone to understand that you know really it's really important to evaluate if you are a true um, tried and true entrepreneur, or if you're somebody that could really thrive in an organization. Me myself, I know that I would I would just be terrible working in an organization. I'm better at you know running my own thing. But it's the point is is there's nothing wrong with working within an organization, and if that's what you're passionate about, you should definitely do it. Hello, Gary Vaynerchuk, and um, yes, I think that that is huge because there are people that really thrive in the workspace and there's nothing wrong with that because I do see a trend these days like I'm doing my own thing and being an entrepreneur and you know that's that's just it's okay that it's not for everybody nobody needs to feel that pressure to do so because it's hard and what is one mistake and by the way we are circling back to that routine Lauren just so you know, because I need to know it all. In the meantime, I want to ask, what is one mistake that comes to mind you see most aspiring bloggers and entrepreneurs making? Do you want me to go broad or do you want me to go niche? (laughs) How about both? Broad is that they're not playing the long game. They're playing a short game. Mm. Um, And that actually goes into my niche, which is comment pods. I think that it comment pods. And if anyone doesn't know what those are, it's basically when 15 bloggers get together in, in, a, in a DM 
on Instagram. And when one of them posts, they all go comment on each other's picture. So what they're doing is they're fighting the algorithm and they're showing brands that they have a ton of engagement, but really it's not engagement from the community. It's engagement from each other. And why I feel like I can speak on this is because I joined one for probably three weeks. And after three weeks, I realized that all the energy I was allocating was going towards other bloggers instead of my community. And so I really evaluated that. I was like, how am I spending my time? This is not constructive to my overall goal. So I stepped back and I stopped doing it. And what's what's going to end up happening with this is that everyone's going to get tired for the next five years of commenting on each other's um, Instagrams. It's going to get something where everyone's going to get tired of it. So what's going to happen instead of their growth growing exponentially as they grow the community, it's going to go down. So with me, I'd rather play a long-term game where I'm focused on the community and that can grow exponentially with me as opposed to just um, expecting comments from other bloggers that are that say, love it or cute or you're great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's why oh, about a year ago, I unfollowed all of the comment pods that were in my DMs. I was like, I can't anymore. And it's funny because then I started actually gaining momentum on Instagram because I was focusing on the audience. It was amazing. I am on an Instagram hiatus right now, but you did recently share something about how you are trying to start a dialogue on Instagram instead and just like you're evolving and changing it up. And I am now inspired to do that when I get back on. Yeah, I think that what I'm trying to do with Instagram right now is really microblog. And I even like to microblog through Instagram stories. People, the consumer attention's moving and you have to really be on the pulse of that. And where I see for my audience where it's moving is 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 stories. So yeah. um, I see people are really interested in seeing the behind the scenes. And with that, I'm always a writer at core. Like that's, that's my foundation. And so I'll continue to write. It's just going to be different mediums. Uh, I also obviously see everything going to audio. Uh, I think why audio is so incredible is that you're respecting the consumer's time. Um, you know, for someone to go seek you out on Instagram, like your photo and comment on it takes time, but for someone to be able to listen to your podcast, get a ton of value, laugh, you know, be educated, be inspired, whatever it is and walk away with a takeaway is just fucking incredible. Like that, that's to me, like, that's what this is all about. That's the reason I launched the skinny confidential is for someone to take a nugget or a gem and apply it to their own life. And the nugget doesn't have to come from me or Michael. It could come from someone we're having on the platform, but be able to take that, apply it to their own life, use it, love it and tell 20 friends. I mean, that's what influence is. It's not about being like a blogger or an influencer that has millions of followers. Anyone can be an influencer. Um, influencers are, are everywhere. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and the second that you understand that your community is incredibly influential, you know, if they like something and you recommend something, you know, I have a master list. If there's something on that master list that they go tell 10 friends, I mean, they're being the influencers. Uh, to me, like that that's what really building a community is all about. And so audio is really, really incredible that way. Oh, you get it. I love that. And Michael, what's one mistake that comes to mind for you that the aspiring bloggers and entrepreneurs make? I mean, I, I think the biggest mistake, and Lauren touched on this, is one of lack of patience. I think everybody expects everything now, but two, to like really go niche, it's you know, it's taking other people's formulas and thinking that it'll work for you. There's elements of those formulas that will work and there's things, you know, you mentioned Gary, like Gary's a, 
you know, he's a huge influence in our life, but his formula definitely would not work for me. He, or and it wouldn't work for Lauren. So you have to find your individual voice and your in your individual talents, and then go in on on, the, on those talents. Because when you get when you get stuck copying other people's formulas, like I said earlier, it's just not a lasting formula, and your audience will tell. Like they know who you are; they're so connected to you. So you really, really need to do your own thing. And I know people throw that authenticity word out there, but mm-hmm. I think the reason that Lauren and I have had any success in this space is that we are exactly who we are, and we we don't try to pretend or act like anything else. And I think that that's going to serve us over time. You know what? And I know that that authenticity word is a little overdone, but it really actually is a valuable word because you two are unapologetically, authentically yourselves with your platforms. And you guys are also clearly always ahead of the curve. Like you were just talking about how you realize that there's so much value to podcasts because people are actually giving their time and listening to you and connecting with you for an hour, which is so relevant. And that's why a lot of people are coming into this space. Um, and But you, there's also other things that I noticed that you guys like just foresee and then you see a white noise and then you seem to jump on it like you did with blogging years ago. And I know that you even had a book before anybody or any influencer had a book. And do you have any tricks or do you foresee what's to come? Well, I think it's a little bit of a combination of one looking for where people, where you think people are going, right? Like I'm a firm believer that audio is going to be huge. I think we haven't even scratched the surface on how big audio is going to be because, you know, you see um, it's a time-saving thing, right? Like people, it's something you can, it's a type of content that you can consume when you're cleaning or cooking or working out or, or commuting or whatever. It's it's unlike any other form of content where, you know, with a video, you have to be engaged in that video. You have to be, you have to be watching with, with Instagram, you have to be scrolling and looking, but audio is something that plays in the background. And I think it's so much more intimate because you're hearing someone's voice and it's hard to fake that. Um, so I think recognizing like where trends are going and, and how human behavior will be like, you know, I think, I, I think it will get to a point where people stop texting and they just start using voice, right? It's because it's, it saves time. Yeah. But then also like my big thing is it's, I don't think that we're clear, clairvoyant or anything and that we're doing all these things and seeing things that people <laughs> don't see. I think <laughs> I think it's just I think it's just one of those things where Lauren and I try a lot of different things and if something starts to get traction then we double down on it and I think so many entrepreneurs and creators wait for something to take off before they jump in and my whole thing is why don't you just try it and if it and then you're positioned um, to success uh, for success when when that does take off and the biggest thing one of the biggest hurdles I see for people is they're waiting for perfection they're waiting for to get that idea completely perfected or that piece of content completely perfect. And they're, they're taking forever to launch. Like if you go back and listen to Lauren and I's early podcast episodes, they, I don't want to say they're terrible, but they're, they definitely are not great. And we've learned a ton along the way over, you know, doing 130 of our own episodes and, and many interviews like this. And I think that if we would have just waited and waited for that perfection and waited to get the, the medium right, we never would have gotten there and we never would have learned what we've learned. So if anybody's out there listening and they're saying, okay, I'm thinking about doing this business or creating this brand, like just get started to, you know, just do it now. Yes. I think that, that if you're going to be an influencer as a career, it's really important to be on the pulse. In fact, I would consider that under community, that's probably the second most important thing to me is that I'm constantly on the pulse. Um, you seeing what's coming. I'm never looking at what's in front of me. I'm always looking 10 steps ahead. Um, and not even like trends because I hate that word. I don't want to jump on a trend. I want to more become either an expert on something or bring an expert on that's up and coming. 
Um, as far as far as um, the going back a little bit to the podcast, I think that with the podcast, you're able to also talk to the audience, whether it's through DM or emails or in the Facebook group, and then kind of regurgitate what they want on the podcast or or a talk a talk about subjects that maybe people feel too taboo to talk about. There's been a lot of sex talk in the Skinny Confidential Facebook group, so I know it's really important now to then bring a, a sex expert on. Uh, I think if you're out there and you're listening and you're wondering where to start. Like Michael said, launch fast and adjust. But what has been the most important thing throughout the eight years of my blogging career is one simple word, and that's practice. I constantly put myself out there and get very uncomfortable. Um, you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. You you put yourself out there day after day after day after day, and you get better, right? It's like it's like doing your makeup. You 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 do your makeup. It's not great the first time. You do it the next day. It's not great. O- over the years, it's going to start to be really great, and you become really awesome at doing your makeup if it's something you do every day. That's how creating content is. You do it seven days a week. Um, th- that's that's what I like to do. I like to just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Continue to put myself on video or podcasts or even do things that, that, like I said, like I'm not comfortable with. There's been many times, like the first time I remember I did a speech, I was so nervous. I had to take a tequila shot. <laughs> now I can get on, on stage and I don't even prep. So it's, it's very different. You just constantly practice. Um, put yourself in situations that you, that make you feel uneasy would be my advice. Mm, that is huge. You have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. And I hear your passion when you share this and you, I know that you're no stranger to controversy. And I think that is one reason because you just were not afraid or ashamed to share everything that you got to where you are. So nobody should hide. I mean, I just want, I want my audience to feel that they're going to happy hour with me. <laughs> you know, if, if they run into me in public, I want to be able to talk to them the way I talk to them on the blog. My voice needs to be shining through the screen. I think that that's always been super important to me is like what you see is what you get. And yeah, I cuss and yeah, I talk, I talk, I have a bad mouth. That's how I am in person. And again, I'm not for everyone. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. It's that simple. And I feel like I know you guys just from listening to you so many times. And it's true. You really have connected with this audience and Kate. So, and, or I mean, Caitlin for you, let's help um, Kate and Caitlin out a second. What if, Kate and Caitlin want to start a lifestyle blog to help people, and they hope to launch in a little over a month, maybe in August 2018. What are a few of their first steps that they should take within this time that they should consider before they launch? The first thing would be to take action today. Stop waiting until tomorrow. Stop waiting until the weekend. Stop waiting until Monday. Go home from your job. Even my job ended at 12 o'clock at night. So to me, there's no excuses. You make time for what matters. Instead of watching Game of Thrones or Real Housewives, sit down and create an execution board. Draw out what you want your website to look like. Go to the fabric store. Go, Go to the art supply store. Pull out things in magazines that speak to you. Even pull things from the internet and actually print them out so they're tangible in front of your face and build what your execution board is in front of your face. It doesn't need to be built in one night, but start it. Then put that execution board up somewhere where you're going to see it every damn day. And as you walk by it, 
start to add things to it. You know, maybe maybe you have like a bracelet that you really like that you want to recreate a graphic of. Whatever it is, put it on that execution board. After two weeks of doing that, your board should be completely full. And the reason I say two weeks is because I took too long and I don't want anyone to make that mistake. I should have launched sooner. <laughs> um, pull the trigger in two weeks to meet with a web designer. Try to meet them face-to-face if you can, just because I feel like when you set an intention in a meeting and it's in person, it's different. Like it's holding you to that. If you can't meet in person, meet them over Skype video and show them your vision board and then write out a huge list of exactly how you want it executed. Send them the list and see if you can get on a payment plan. If you, if you were broke like me, cause I'm telling you I had $80 in my bank account. See if you can get on a payment plan, um, and pay them off. If you can pay them up front, that's great. We have BlogDo, which we design blogs for bloggers that are starting out. Um, they can check that out. Or you can just hire someone that you find you know, off Craigslist or a recommendation, whatever it is. Get them hired. Have them start working on it. As they're working on it, you should simultaneously be writing 15 posts. 15 for me is just the number. That's what I launched with. You can take photos off your camera phone so there's no excuses there and start writing. And have those 15 posts banked so when your website's done, you're ready to go. As you're doing all this, you should be using Snug, which is an Instagram app, and planning your Instagram feed because you want to launch your Instagram feed about a month before you start your blog. So really start branding yourself. Pick your colors, pick your mood, pick your fonts, and and build that out on Snug. And then slowly lay out those Instagrams about, like I said, it could be like a month before the launch. And make sure everything's linked right on your blog. Um, make sure it's executed how you want it. And then do sort of a big launch. Tell your friends. Make it make it fun. Make it festive. And from there, the most important thing is consistency. Don't launch a blog with 15 posts and then don't blog for two months. Launch the blog and keep the momentum going. Lauren, this is gold. You really, really went all out. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We're sharing a mic. So sorry if there's a little lag time. It's totally fine. Um, And okay, both of you, I want to know, we need to circle back because you started getting into routines. And like you, I am fascinated, fascinated by people's morning routines. And even if you have an evening routine and your creative flow routine. So (laughs) many routines here. Okay, this is such a good question, especially for today. It's so fitting because um, I really want my husband to hear my morning routine so he can understand it. I don't like any stress or business first thing in the morning. In fact, I don't want to see any business until about 10 a.m. It's just my life is go, 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 go from the second I start to the second I go to bed that the morning is my time. So I don't want to hear questions about work. I don't want to do any of that. I want to wake up. I want to meditate while I drink my lemon water with a pinch of pink salt. I'm like very specific. I I want after my meditation, I want bossa nova. I want candles. I want a, a calm morning. Um, I want to take a walk usually and get outside. I'm really, really about walking lately. I just feel like it's it's such a nice 15-minute block of me time to get my day started. Usually, I walk to coffee. Today, I walked with Mimi. Um, sometimes, I walk with Michael to this little coffee shop by our house. And I always get an almond milk cappuccino unsweetened with cinnamon. And then I walk home. And from there, I'll usually play a podcast I like something very specific in the morning. I don't like anything funny. I like something that's more um, 
business motivation oriented just to start my day. And I'm still at this point not looking at my phone other than to turn on a podcast. Um, And I'll make the bed. I love making the bed. I cannot start the day without making the bed. And I've been intermittent fasting lately. So I don't need to worry about breakfast, which is just incredible. It's life-changing. And for me, it really works. Um, I'm going to do a blog post or a podcast after I've done it for like three months. But so far, I love the whole thing because I don't need to worry about eating anything until 12 o'clock. So usually by like by 10, I'll hop into my emails. I'll um, you know go in Slack where I, where I talk with my team. I'll start texting people. I don't want to text anyone before 10 o'clock. I don't want to be on my phone. Yeah. Um, and, and then I'll get, again, I'll start creating instead of consuming. So I'll put the emails aside. I'll put the text messages aside. I'll put my phone on airplane mode and I'll start time blocking, whatever that is. And creating could be anything from like doing Instagram stories on an office tour, which I'm going to do today to doing a blog post to, um, you know, deciding the next steps for my business to designing a deck, like whatever it is, I want to make sure I'm creating. I batch all my conference calls on Wednesday, so I don't need to worry about that usually, which is amazing. That's smart. And um, I'll just get in my flow of the day. So that's my morning routine. I hope my husband has it tattooed on his forehead <laughs> so he knows not to ask me any questions before 10. <laughs> oh, we have a very similar routine, by the way. And I have so many questions in there, but for the sake of time, I just I want Michael to share his routine. It's funny. I for a long time, I thought that I needed to get like a set routine. And after interviewing a lot of people and high performers over the last couple of years, I've realized that a routine for me is is not a good thing, right? I I think that there's it depends on my mood. Like there's certain days where I wake up and I might feel be feeling a little out of it. And in, in those cases, I need to get some meditation. I need to read something to get my mind going and get creative. I need to take some time to go work out and disconnect from technology and then, you know, have a little caffeine to get me going. But then there's other days and and, and this happens a lot too, where I feel energized and I feel like, okay, I don't need to do any of that stuff. I'm in a good place. I have a lot of focus right now, like jump up and just get going. And so I think it's really important to, a routine is good for certain people, but also this comes back to self-awareness. For me, sometimes like I don't need to meditate and I don't need to like uh, zone in for the day and I don't need to get myself in the right headspace because sometimes- You need to out with your wife every day? Yeah, I need to do that. But because sometimes I'm just on, right? And and so I think depending on how I'm feeling, it dictates a lot of my of my routine. We love our dogs every morning. That's the thing we do. That's, we do that every You're morning. You're two dogs. We like make out with our dogs for like five minutes straight and, and are obsessed with them. They sleep in bed with oh, us. I'm so jealous. I want a dog. Oh, that's so cute. Your dogs are cute too. But touching, touching on intermittent fasting, I think, you know, I didn't even realize I was doing that, but I've done that my entire life. Well, you don't even care for food. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, but I thought well, I thought that's what it was. I thought I wasn't didn't care about food, but what it really is is that I just I think intermittent fasting for me, um, I've been doing that. You know, I stop eating around you know nine thirty or ten at night, and I don't eat again until maybe ten thirty, eleven, or lunchtime, and, and it just works for me. You need to eat though because you get so hypoglycemic. Oh dear, that's not good. Um, by the way, I must say that I love that you two are meditating now because I know that you were resistant to it for a bit. You're like, I, I don't like this. And now you're back into it. Um, I was so resistant to meditation. I'm the most unmeditative person in the world, if that's a word. I am not the type of person that can shut off. But what I have found, and this goes back, this is probably bad and I'm going to get flack for it, is no. that 
I am the most productive in medica- meditation for setting the tone of my day. So I really, I'm not one of those people that just doesn't think about anything in meditation. I sit there and I really set the intention and the tone of my day. And I actually act out how I want my day to go, like how I want my mood to be. Um, I always have a block in my day where I sit down and eat my food and put my phone away. Like I need to lower my cortisol. Um, I, I really, really set a very, very clear intention of that block of the day. And I do that in my meditation. So it's incredibly productive for for me to sit still for 10 to 15 minutes. That's everything. That is exactly meditation right there. Everybody has their own form that works for them. And you found what works for you. It's not about not having thoughts. I'm glad that you just demystified that because that's not what meditation is all about. You found what works for you. So I applaud you. Thank you. And Michael, I'm glad that you're in it too. (laughs) <laughs> no, I love I love medita- I love meditating, but I just think that for for me, um, I don't need it as as much um, in certain days as I do on others. If that makes sense, like some days I can tell, okay, I'm really out of it and I'm not in a good space. I got to meditate, but today? I did not need it today. I'm on point today. But then sometimes, um, you know, sometimes when I'm just feeling in a really good space, I want to hold on to that feeling and I and I just want to you know get going. Yes, I love that. Okay, so for the sake of time, I'm going to ask you guys. Our last question that we ask all of our guests, how would you advise the Soul Tribe, our listeners, to create their own magic? I would say that you, whatever you want in life, you can create and no one is going to do it for you. You are completely and utterly in charge of your own future. So if you're waiting for something to happen or you're waiting for Monday or you're waiting for for money or you're waiting for perfection, stop and act and execute and understand that you have the ability to create a compelling future by design. And again, no one's going to do it for you. So well articulated. I love that. Yeah. and And to amplify that, I think... You know, there's a there's a story I always tell where it's like back in the day, and this is definitely not my interest anymore. But I used to play all these video games when I was a kid, and everyone said, "Don't do that. That's a waste of time. Don't do that." And there's kids now playing esports that are making millions of dollars a year doing this. And and the reason I tell that story is I think to to execute on what is going to be successful in your life, you have to really get to the core of what it is that you actually like doing. It can't be what your mom thinks you like doing or your dad or your friends or what society. You have to get to the core of what you as an individual really care about and are really passionate about and then start carving a niche out of that space. I mean, you could literally like anything and with the internet, there's a space now for you to create a, a business or a brand around that certain thing. And so I would really start to ask yourself, what are you truly passionate about? What do you really care about? And start moving in that direction immediately. Yes. And even to play off Michael even more, I when I first told, I, I worked at a very, very um, wealthy bar when I was a bartender. It was, it was this crazy wealthy bar where men would sort of get away to disconnect. And so I got to be sort of a wallflower to all these very, very rich men. And it was really, really interesting. It actually was a course in men for like five years. But the point here is, is that when I decided I wanted to be a blogger eight years ago, I told one of the guys who was a lot older, he was like 80, that I was going to be a blogger. And he looked at me and, and literally laughed and I, and and asked me how I was going to monetize. 
And the person that that was ended up being the inventor of the airbag. And I tell this story, it's, it's like, you cannot listen to what other people think. You have to just put your blinders on and do what works for you. Everyone is so caught up in what mom and dad or their sister or their high school friends are going to think. I think it's such a waste of time and energy. And that if you want to live life on your own terms, you just have to let go of it. You have to let go. Otherwise, it holds you back. That's so true. And you just got to focus on what your audience wants, not what you're, you're never going to change what your mom thinks <laughs> or your dad thinks. Exactly. You're not gonna, and if they, if they are going to change, they'll probably hear it from Oprah or somebody else, but not from us. So that is huge. Thank you guys so much. That was so fun. Thank you so much for interviewing us and, and for introducing us to your community. I love what you're doing. I think you're so on the pulse with audio. Um, so congratulations for launching fast and adjusting. Oh my God. And thank you. Thank you for all those tips. Well, you're crushing it and we appreciate you having us on and we appreciate you taking action and it's amazing what you've done. Thank so you. congratulations. Thank you. thank you guys so much. Wow. I hope you all took notes. And if you loved this episode, let Lauren and Michael know they are so good at responding to your Instagram stories. So tag them at The Skinny Confidential and at Michael Bostic and me at Raquel Mantra in your Insta stories. And I'll make sure to leave all of our Instagram handles in the show notes. And for those of you leaving a rating and review, the love is received and must be returned by gifting you a few meditative imaginings from the yourownmagic.life soul tribe website just email a screenshot of your rating and review at info at yourownmagic.life oh i really hope that you took all of their brilliant notes and you go and create some magic or go continue to thrive and be your greatest self or if you have a business to continue to build and nourish that community, your customers, your audience, your tribe. And please, if anything, do me a favor and share your own personal magic with the tribe or a stranger right now. Soul grateful for you and please have a magical rest of your day.